Today is Friday, June 24th, and you are listening to Understanding Christianity's mini-podcast, Strength for Today. I'm your host, Pastor Sean Cole. I am the lead pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Sterling, Colorado. I also serve as a professor at Colorado Christian University. Just an announcement before we go any further. I'm going to be on vacation next week with my family. We are taking a much-needed trip to Disneyland in California to spend time with my family. My oldest son has graduated from high school. Um, I graduated from seminary, getting my doctorate. Um, We are having a very busy summer. I'm going to India in August on a mission trip. My my oldest son, again, is going uh, to youth camp in a few weeks, and he's going to be going off to college in the fall. And so we just felt like as a family we needed to spend one last fun time together. Um, as a family, and Disneyland's one of my, my son's and both my son's favorite place to go. And so that's where we're going to go, the happiest place on earth, uh, Disneyland. And so with that being said, next week I will not have time to do Strength for Today or probably any podcast. Uh, so for the week of, of June 27th through July 1st, and maybe for the next couple of weeks, um, we may not have, we definitely won't have uh, the daily podcast of Strength for Today. We'll hopefully pick it back up. Um, summertime does get a little crazy uh, with my schedule. Um, and again, this, is, this has been a joy to do. It has taken a little bit more of my time. I have enjoyed doing it. I'm not sure once we get done with Philippians, I don't know if I can sustain doing a daily podcast um, all the time. It may be just something we do during the summers when, when my schedule slows down a little bit as opposed to during the, the regular year. But uh, we're in Philippians, and before we launch into chapter 3, uh, I think it's probably a good st- stopping point uh, to stop here in chapter 2. Um, yesterday we looked at Timothy and Epaphroditus, these, these two laborers, and uh, these fellow soldiers, workers, uh, brothers. Uh, I just think it's interesting when you look at the terminology that Paul uses to, to call these men um, his, his workers. He calls Timothy a son in the faith. He says, Epaphroditus is my brother, a fellow soldier, your messenger, your minister, um, all these different terms. And it makes me stop and wonder, what type of terms do we often use when we talk about each other in the church? You know, the church has family language. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We have spiritual fathers and mothers and spiritual sons and daughters. And so we are family. And so I wonder in your church, do you use family language? Do you call each other brother and sister? Or is it very formal? Is it very um, distant and cold? Or is there an affection in your church family? Do you hug in your church family? Not that you have to be all touchy-feely and not that you have to, to have overt displays of, of, of affection, but is there, is there a warmth? Is there a love? Is your church a family-type atmosphere where people are welcomed and loved and you, you call each other terms of endearment, uh, brother and sister in Christ? Um, Epaphroditus was called a fellow soldier. That's interesting terminology, soldier. Do we see the church as an outpost for the gospel where we're involved in battle? 
We're waging a spiritual warfare, that we are fellow soldiers. Um, do, do we see ourselves in that light, that we're, we're fighting for the truth? We're, as Jude says, we're contending once for all for the faith that was delivered to the saints. And earlier, remember in Philippians, the wording Paul uses in verse 27 of chapter 1, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear that you're standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Standing firm, striving side by side. Those are words that, that convey this whole idea of being soldiers, being linked together, arm in arm, fighting for the gospel, fighting in the trenches. And so we've got this family language. We've got this army and soldier language. And then you also have this minister language, this servant we, we are ministers to one another. Now, obviously, there are the official ministers of the church, the pastors and elders, but the Bible also calls us to serve and minister to one another, to, to serve, to, to wait upon tables, literally, to, um, to love each other and serve one another. And really, that's what Paul's been saying all along by having this attitude of Christ, this Christ-like attitude of do nothing from rivalry or conceit and humility. Consider others more significant than yourselves. Look out not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have the, the mind of Christ. Are we serving one another? Are we loving one another? Is there, a, is there an atmosphere of ministry? So you think about these three images. Is there an, is there an atmosphere of family? Is there an atmosphere of battle? And is there an atmosphere of ministry in your church? And I would say a healthy church experiences all of those. There's the family atmosphere, brothers and sisters in Christ. There's the warfare. We're on the front lines together waging war against um, false belief systems and, and, and unsound doctrine and, and poor theology, and we're contending for the gospel. But we're also ministering in concrete ways. We're loving each other. We're meeting each other's needs. Um, one thing I say in my church is really, if we are following what the Bible says, there should not be any person with any needs in our church. Now, I know that's altruistic and ideal because people have needs all the time. The problem in church life is oftentimes we don't communicate our needs to others because we feel proud or we feel embarrassed or we don't want to put another person out and so we just don't share a need or let me just give you one of my pet peeves okay this is this is pastor sean venting for a little bit oftentimes people will say something on facebook and then just assume that everybody in church knows what's going on and is following their Facebook and knows what's happening. And then when something, somebody doesn't say anything to them or, or somebody doesn't visit them in the hospital, they get all upset saying the church didn't reach out. Well, they never called the church office. They never texted me or emailed me or called me. They just assumed that I was reading their Facebook. And I just, be honest, I have so many things to do in the day. I don't sit there all day on Facebook looking at my church members' lives. And now I, I probably should do that more often, but I just, I, I'm not a huge, huge Facebook fan. I do make posts on there, but I'm not addicted to Facebook. I, I'm kind of old school. If you have an issue, if you have a need, call the church office, call me, text me, email me, even Facebook message me. But I can't, I can't know what's going on just by looking at Facebook feeds. But sometimes with social media, people are so wrapped up in themselves that they, that they don't 
communicate to other people in different ways. And so really, how are we supposed to meet the needs in the church family if they're not communicated? Uh, There needs to be some system in the church to be able to do that. And so think about your church family. Are you contributing to the family atmosphere? Are you a soldier standing side by side contending for the gospel? Are you serving and ministering to others, not just expecting everything to cater around you? Are you giving of yourself? Are you serving in your local church? Um, Are you a member of your church? I guess that would be the first thing to say. You need to really covenant in membership to your church before any of this happens. Um, And so maybe you're at a church right now and and you haven't gone through the membership process and officially um, covenanted as a member, then you need to go through that process. And I encourage you to do that. Well, that ends our podcast for today. Again, this may be there may be some radio silence for the next week or two as my family is on vacation. Um, I, I do uh, thank you for listening. Um, I do appreciate um, all of you across the world that listen to this podcast. I pray that Strength for Today has been a help to you, a daily encouragement. Um, and so, until we come back in the next couple weeks, as I say almost every day. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. And would you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus? Today is Friday, June 24th. We will see you in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to Understanding Christianity.